Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith over here, broadcasting live from our sunny studios here in Pensacola, Florida. I have quite the collection of people around this table and uh, enough cameras here to probably film three movies. But uh, anyway, we're going to get started. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. So I'm going to let all of you go around the table, introduce yourselves, and then we're going to get started with the AFP. Sure. Thanks. My name is Shelly Nightingale. I am the board president for the West Florida chapter of the Association of Fundraising Professionals, or AFP. That's a lot. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm Marie Gossam uh, with Marie Gossam Art. She's yeah. a local artist here in Pensacola. Cool stuff, too. Thank you. I took pictures, so we're going to post all that stuff too, so people can see. It's art on the radio. I am Rafi Perez. I am an artist at Rafi Was Your Studios and Klee and Rafi Studios. Or Rafi and Klee Studios. Oh, yeah. Rafi and Klee Studios. <laughs> I just, you got the name in the, in the title. I'm, I'm, I'm proud. I did. I got it in there. <laughs> and I'm Klee Angeli, and I'm a jewelry artist at Klee Angeli Jewelry Designs. And also part of the Klee and Rafi Studios. One That's half of right. the Klee and Rafi Studios. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you all for coming this morning. We've got two more guests that are hanging out on the sidelines, which you can't see here on any of the five cameras that we have or the radio, but they're here, I promise. So they'll be introduced here shortly. Okay. So tell me about the AFP. Sure. The Association of Fundraising Professionals is a essentially a networking group. We're comprised of everyone, any nonprofit organization, typically fundraising professionals. We also have executive directors in our group. We also have board members that are volunteers because they are a critical piece with any nonprofit organization to be able to go out and successfully fundraise. And we've also got for-profit organizations that are a part of our group, too, that partner frequently with nonprofits so um, they can see what's happening in the community. Um, we're a group that gets together once a month. We have an educational luncheon for about an hour, and we bring in all different types of speakers to talk about relevant up-and-coming nonprofit topics. Um, and our biggest event that we host this year or every year is our National Philanthropy Day, which Megan and Sally will be coming on to talk a little bit about that. And the whole purpose of AFP and National Philanthropy Day is really to elevate philanthropy in the Pensacola community and nationally. So we really want to recognize those that are doing good things in our community and really moving our community forward. Mm -hmm. And we also want to educate and advocate for nonprofit and important nonprofit topics. And we have a lot of nonprofits here, don't we? Yes, we so, do. And is it more? Is it more than average? You think? So I don't really have too much to compare to, but I will tell you that I I feel over the past ten years we've had a lot of good organizations come yeah. up, a lot of grassroots organizations started by local Pensacola people. That are successful too, by the way. So right. when I say that, I say it in, in the terms of we have a lot here, but the fact that we can sustain all of that is really cool. Right. And I agree. And there are a lot of great organizations out there. And a lot of people will initially think, 
you know, I don't know if I want to be a part of that group because technically another nonprofit could be viewed as a competitor. But one of the great things about our group is we really lift each other up. Um, for our board meetings, we go to different nonprofits just to learn a little bit about what their mission is. So we can take that back. And um, one of our board members says, you know, we can't improve the community by ourselves. Right. We have to know what other resources are out there to be able to share that information. So we collaborate, we work together, and we're focused on education. So I got to say, I went to bat for the nonprofits the other day. You did? I did. The um, SunTrust building that towers over here that has just recently been bought, we were part of a focus group to sort of figure out what could be used for it. And so one of my suggestions was to make it a hub for all the nonprofits. Oh, nice. To take one of the floors there and make it shared office space for you all so that they could all have a printer, all have phones, all have copier, all have those just basic amenities that every single one of them individually is paying for in some way, shape or form. I love it. And then you've got enough congregation and meeting space there that they could all have their meetings. Right. In one spot, everybody could share the expenses and then the nonprofits would be. Yeah. See? So keep us Genius. in the know because we can start hosting our meetings over there as yeah. well. Yeah. I well, love that's it. up to the, you know, there were a lot of other really good ideas turned around, but we'll see uh, what yeah. happens. So. Okay. I mean, cool. mine, t- mine tend to stick. I'm just saying. Yeah. They stick, <laughs> they stick sometimes. So, um, so in all of these these meetings and stuff, I mean, there's some training that goes on, right? I mean, right. there's some particular things that it takes to do and be successful in nonprofit. For sure. Yeah. It's anything from engaging volunteers to coaching and building volunteers to hitting the ground running, fundraising, asking for dollars. And there's only so much we can cover within that hour, within the luncheon. However, once that speaker's done we allow them to connect with those in the audience. So it's a good mentoring opportunity. It's a great opportunity to sit down and say, okay, what else can we deep dive into? And you can share your knowledge. And we're all lifting each other up, which is great. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So what else do you get into? Because you're, you're Toastmasters, you're all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, our big thing is Leap now. Yeah. We're, we're, we just, yesterday, we finalized our sponsorship packet. So uh, You'll see so now more you get to go about Leap. Taking yeah. some of your training, huh? <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. Has the project been picked yet? Yes. Oh, yeah. Way Do you get to talk that. about it? Yeah, I can. It's going to be three fitness courts um, in the Pensacola area that the city of Pensacola has approved. So cool. we'll be sharing more details about that here shortly. Right. So yeah. get your dollars ready. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody's leaving here today without leaving a buck. Really for me, not for Leap. <laughs> no, right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, well, very cool. So, so stick around. I know we're going to rotate in and out with with Perfect. the rest of of your crew, but um, but hang out for a little while. Okay, okay. thanks, Keith. Cool. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. You got to come a little bit closer. Yeah, there you go. Good morning. There you go. See, it's all velvety and stuff. We got an app for it. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about uh, some of this wonderful art that you brought in, but tell me about the artwork that you're working on. Actually, right now I'm working on a donation piece for uh, Key West. They're a SPCA, so uh, it's a cutout. It's a cat. <laughs> um, go figure. But, Sorry, uh, people like cats. It yeah. works. Rafi's YouTube channel is full of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I always try to have at least one cat. <clears throat> That's how he gets so many fans. <laughs> Cuddly animals. That's right. But uh, it's an abstract uh, on a cutout of a cat, but um, I like to do that every year for them. So, Do you have art hanging in lots of places across the country? Uh, a few. Yeah? Yeah. Very cool. I've, my uh, inter- One international piece is in Dubois. Or Dubai? Yeah. Yeah. How did that happen? So, uh, a friend that owns property over there. Yeah. So, so send me some stuff, huh? Yeah. Very cool. So, what do you, what do you, cause I know you've got some pieces over here. What do you mostly paint? What's your, tell me, what's your, what's your thing? 
I flip back and forth, but abstract is my, you know, yeah. it's what I it's go back go-to. to. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of my heart. Um, but I do painting, um, abstract, uh, oils, acrylics, uh, a lot of mixed media. I, I like to mm-hmm. kind of get funky. Yeah. Um, I might put some found materials, metals, metallics. Yeah. I just kind of, I try to keep reinventing and just get funky. Yeah. Um, but that's my, my major thing. But then I'll just kind of go off the chart and then I'll start making handmade, uh, little ornament. No, not kittens. <laughs> kidding. Uh, but, uh, you know, sometimes, no, uh, I do little fiber art projects. Uh, what is fiber art? Um, it's like multimedia stuff. I do little cutout ornaments that are wood. <clears throat> Cut out mm-hmm. shapes like a fish, let's say, and uh, do fabrics and wires, different color wires and um, metallic stuff yeah. and reflective um, pieces. Cool. They're just little sculptures. What do you um, What do you do? Do you get the artist the block? Do you get the the I don't know what to make syndrome? Um, I've sat down where I'm not feeling creative. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, what do you do? It and it comes out awful, and I just uh, <laughs> walk away, and yeah. I feel like writer's block, block or whatever. Yes. Yeah, and I just uh, let it dry up, and I walk away, and come back another day, and in the zone. Yeah, and usually I'll let some of that bleed through, and I'll make a whole new painting, and let some of that come through, yeah. and it's a beautiful piece. So I wonder. I've, I've now since I've started sort of playing in this world of, of art and stuff, what to do. And I know you've got some things that work for you, but I had to walk away. And usually it's walked away after throwing paintbrushes and, and <laughs> water everywhere and being very frustrated. And and then it's like two or three weeks before I return. But then it, it works itself out. So I'm, right. I'm always curious what other artists do. And obviously everybody gets it, I think, at some point. Right. So um, so you're working on the, the Key West piece now. What's coming after that? Are you doing anything in the community? Yes. Uh well, I do things from time to time, uh, just different festivals, um, every blue moon. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything. Uh, I used to do gallery night. Um, I'm not doing that every week. I don't Why not? do it. I should be. We're going to have to fix that. Okay. okay. We could. Um, I used to do it at ragtime mm-hmm. um, every month uh, or every gallery night when it was, uh, I think, quarterly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I monthly need, now. I know. I need to get back into it. <laughs> I haven't found a spot. I'll so. send you an invite. Okay. I would love that. Um, I would like to do some more festivals, maybe. Yeah. Just kind of do you like? I mean, are you traveling with it? Are you, are you able to travel with your stuff? I, I can. Um, I'm in investigation mode, so yeah. I've been quite busy. Um, but yes, I'm, right now this is the month of research. Right. Um, uh, been uh, starting an Etsy shop. Just put my first piece. Yeah, on this is there. like a thing now. Like this Etsy stuff. Like apparently, it's really big commerce. Right, oh, yes. you're yeah. shaking your head like yes, yeah. yeah they can't awesome hear you do that. <laughs> oh yes, Etsy is uh, the opportunity for an artist to have an online store that has its own traffic, right? And Google more than eBay or Amazon. Oh, absolutely, it's it's legit. Whereas on eBay, you always you know got to be a little bit right. worried about sketchy sellers. Whereas Etsy, they they have very strict rules for the people that are selling yeah. there. So. And is, I guess Etsy's designed more for the creative than yeah. obviously Amazon and eBay or retail. Yeah. But yeah. what about um, Van Gogh? Somebody told, turned me on to that the other day. I just V-A-N-G-O, found that. Yes, and it's the same thing, sort of an com. art. Yeah. 
Yes. I just com. started looking into that too. <laughs> so I signed up for it. I haven't finished filling out the profile, but apparently it's the same way. Same thing. Yeah. I so Etsy, huh? There's there's a few there's a few sites that uh that are for fine artists. Mm-hmm. Um Etsy has a huge market that comes with it. Um Van Gogh is just starting out. Uh, you have Sachi Art, which they, you know, are a little bit more high end pieces. Um so it all depends on which market you want to hit. So what if you want to get like commissioned? You just throw your stuff up there and hope somebody does it or is there like are there brokerage sites for that? There there aren't necessarily brokerage sites. Uh you do want to find somebody that is going to represent you and you have a better opportunity of doing that with the more pieces that you have online. Now as far as getting commissions off of it, what you do is with every single listing, you have that piece but you also talk about what you're capable right. of doing for that person. So you so you need like an agent basically. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of out there shopping for you. Yeah. Cool. So um what did you bring in today? Cuz I'm, I'm going to take pictures and we're going to post plus we got all the video, but what what are these pieces over here? One is uh a, just a typical abstract, uh the large piece. I don't think any abstracts typical. Come on now. Okay, let's Come one, on now. It's typical for me. <laughs> okay, there you okay, go. Okay, there you go. Um <clears throat> with purples and some metallics again. Yeah. Cause I've, I don't purple know. Purple is your my color, thing. isn't it? It is. Yeah. How do you know that? Uh, it's, I'm guessing. I'm not I'm wearing totally purple. guessing. <laughs> but it's all in the paintings. Okay. Right? It was the first color you went to. So then I've got one of my uh, cutouts, which is, I don't know. That's one of my things here that people that know me know my jazz. So what is it? Pieces. Is it wood? Is it? It's wood. Um, and I, I cut them out. Um, and I just decided that I was tired of being dictated square uh, or rectangle canvases. Right. So I thought, hey, I'm going to do silhouettes of instruments. Yeah. So they're life-size usually. This one's a little smaller, but usually I do a lot of saxophones, uh, and then I paint abstract yeah. on the cutout. So usually it's the shape of a saxophone or a trumpet or a guitar or a bass, and sometimes I sell a set, uh-huh. you know, so people have like a jazz wall, mm-hmm. or maybe they buy three different saxophones, and they're all different. So the shape's the same, but... It's sure. all different colors and abstracts and funky. Why musical instruments? Uh, background from New Orleans, the jazz, yeah. you know, funky. Hey, you're speaking my language, so yeah. it's all good. Um, is there anywhere, you sell your art, obviously. Yes. Is there anywhere that people can go and see all of it? On my Facebook uh, art page right now, uh, until I get my Etsy up and totally running. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been working for me right now. How do they find you on Facebook? Uh, it's www.facebook.com forward slash yeah. Marie Gossam Art. Okay, cool. Stick around. Thank you. I love. Uh, we're all still saying www. I love it. I, I still do I it too. I'm like, do we have to do that anymore? No, really? I don't think we do. So, so uh, introduce yourself because you just joined our table. If you would, if you'll pull that microphone a little closer to you. I am Sally McConnell. I'm so, with the Association of Fundraising Professionals. Yeah. So welcome. Thank Hang you. out for a little bit. Thank you. I'm hanging. I felt like you were, because you, you just joined. I just wanted you to get in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys, what's up? I haven't seen you on forever. I know, dude. It's so, yeah. it's so good to see you. You're getting famous, man. Um, nah. Yeah. Right. Right. It's so, things, things have been going good. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of nice, huh? Yeah. No more starving artists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 uh, I like to think that. My, my watch is talking to us. Go ahead. I like to think that the starving aspect is 
a myth no matter what. So. Yeah. You can't be both, right? No. <laughs> so, um, first of all, I mean, you know, I'm a huge fan of, of the stuff that you guys are doing. I'm loving the, the human into the tree figure things that's going on the right nature, now. Nature yeah. Of being, yeah. Yeah. It's totally right up my alley. My kids really loving it. Awesome. Um, in fact, she started recreating some of it. So you're being mimicked, which is always some flattery. Well, that's cool. That's cool. That, uh, that piece, the, the, the piece represents the idea that we're rooted here in reality and you're kind of like looking at the space around you and the world around you, but you're constantly underneath the surface expanding and growing towards the heavens. Like you are always reaching up for more, right. you know, and other people just like trees, you can't see them growing, but they are moving. Right. They're always there. Yeah. And over exactly. time. Exactly. So it's a deep series. It's yeah. cool. It's cool. Well, you're a deep guy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, none of your, none of your paintings have had just a simple, like the first one you brought me the birds i was like oh cool it's a bird he's like no dude it's not just a bird <laughs> it's like total freedom and we went into this long synopsis of what it is so which i think is cool you know i, yeah. I think obviously that's the piece of art that everybody should be into is is it's, a, it's an expression of yourself an extension and yeah and i mean if it doesn't have some kind of deeper meaning for me uh i've tried i've tried to paint things that are you know back in the early days like people would say like this is the kind of thing that is popular but like i didn't feel anything right, for right. it and they just look flat. They look flat. They look dead. They don't look alive to me. And as it turns out, when I'm meeting with people, I don't get excited about the pieces. And if I'm not excited about the pieces, yeah. nobody's, nobody's, nobody's going to, yeah, they're yeah. not going to buy them though, huh? Yeah. So what are you guys, what's, what you working on now? What's the big thing now? Right now, uh, I am releasing for the first time calendars. Yeah. yeah. And he's wearing pants too, ladies and gentlemen. I am wearing <laughs> I am I wearing told Jill in I was going to check for you today. <laughs> I do have pants on. Yeah. I do have, yeah. So, uh, why calendar? Um, you know, I, every year, every year around this time, like, I want to do something that, you know, my pieces are so personal to people that they're not necessarily something that you market for Christmas. Right. You know? Yeah. Cause like, you, cause you treat people don't wear Santa hats. Yeah, exactly. You don't just buy a painting for somebody cause you, they're, it's a very personal experience. Right. It's relative to that person. Um, so I, I wanted something to be able to offer people that <clears throat> wanted to give a gift to somebody that wasn't a big giant expensive painting and that you get, you know, you get, basically 12 images yeah. in there for the year. Buy one, get 11 free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I, to me, it was like, oh, this is, this is a really cool thing that I could do. And originally I was going to do one calendar, but then I'm me. So I did like this personal empowerment calendar that yeah. has little quotes and stuff. And then I was like, oh man, I got to do my birds. So then I did a birds calendar. And then I was like, oh, I got to do my marine life. So then I did a marine life calendar. No, you weren't like that. People were like, where's your marine life oh, calendar? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Rafi. marine life calendar. I did three originally. Yeah. And then. How many do you have the total? Five. Oh, yeah. Okay. Five calendars. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Uh, but you the had way, people asking for it, though. Yeah, they were asking for it. And I hate editing on the computer. Mm -hmm. So it was several days worth of. And the reason I hate editing on the computer is that when I start on a project, when I'm painting or I start on any project, I need to see it through until the end. Yeah. I can't just It's walk an OCD away. thing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I gotcha. So sitting on the computer, it's the same thing. So 12 hours straight just editing mm -hmm. things on the computer. Until How's that working out for you, Clee? <laughs> it's interesting. He emerges like a lizard from a cave. 
<laughs> Scales and all, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. I get it though. So, because I, I get the same way with film and editing, like when we're taking stuff that projects that we've done. And there's times I've like, I'm like, oh, dude, it's dawn. I think I should have gone to bed. Right. Yeah. And right. you just find yourself, you just get so entrenched into it. So, right. But then it's done and it's off your list. Yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. nothing like that instant gratification of it's, checking you, things off. It's interesting that you say that because for our YouTube videos, that's that's one of the things. You know, there's a lot of like, okay, writing and putting the script together. But I think that for this little 10 minute video that goes online, people don't realize like you're sitting there an entire day mm-hmm. editing. Yeah. Yeah, if you're gonna do it right. Yeah. So it's Yeah, like, for us to do a thirty minute episode, I think it's almost a week, week and a half. Yeah, exactly. Of, of editing and planning and putting all that stuff together. Exactly. It's, crazy. it's a lot of work that goes into the small details. Yeah. And it's funny because one of those things is off and like you know people notice. people notice, yeah, right? Yeah. So and here's the thing, because it's working for you guys. So, and that's there's the the proof in the pudding, right? Yeah. So you reached what, four thousand yeah. fans yeah. yesterday? Yeah. That's 4, huge. I got three. <laughs> I got three. <laughs> <laughs> so so how did it feel? Uh, it feels, it feels pretty good. You know, uh, YouTube, YouTube is something that I, I think it started to become really successful for us. The moment that I switched my mindset from like, I'm going to make some money on here yeah. to like, I just have a message that I want to share with artists because where I started, um, I didn't know anything and nobody had any information for me. So I get to be, I'm a, a successful professional artist who is sharing tidbits of information as I go through this journey. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and, and it's us. So it's, it's just, like Rafi school of hard knocks. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous antics of us in the <laughs> studio talking about, you know, the different experiences yeah. that we have and, and being afraid to show your art and just even going from that to where I am right now. So do you, are you in touch enough with the fan base to know, are they all artists or are they just, is it a mix of everything or what? The majority of them are artists. I get a lot of, uh, I mean, they, they are constantly kind con- yesterday. I got a comment from somebody who dabbled in art, went to art school, decided, uh, decided that it just wasn't for him 40 years ago. And then just recently he picked up his brushes again and started painting because right. he saw the video and he was inspired by yeah. it. And he said, you know, I, I get to do whatever it is that I want to do. So that's the thing. I have a very um, anti-establishment point of view when it comes to a lot of, a lot of my philosophies around art, because uh, I think, I think when you apply too many rules to something as subjective as art uh-huh. um, and being an artist, you end up stifling your creativity. Sure. So, sure. It's all about just doing your thing. Yeah. I, I see a Monty Python skit coming up here. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, all right. So, Clee, you've been along for this journey, not only just as observing, but all, you're a very active part in this too. So let's. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. And then, and you're doing, you, you do such cool art because you're making all of your stuff by hand. And so the first time I met you, Rafi was like, Oh yeah, she, she like makes jewelry. And I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, no, dude, she like hammers out rocks and she's like doing demolition in the living room. And yeah. so you've got like a, process yeah i'm the loud half of our studio yeah which is hard to imagine (laughs) (laughs) um i'm into uh, metal forging and i've gotten into um, soldering and using a torch and doing some uh some work with that and um so i actually have to tell him sometimes like big hammer yeah um, it's time you're you're all over there in peace land painting birds and stuff and she's like blow torching the the front yard i'm like doing like little dainty brush strokes and she's like yeah 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 yeah, it's gratifying. I kind of feel like um old world blacksmith or something. Yeah, I would bring my sword. You know, I'm, I would I would trust you that much. You're you make necklaces, bracelets. I mean, any anything you can pretty much Rings, bend earrings. metal into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
exactly. Oh. Why? Like, where did this um, come from? You know, it just sort of happened. I've always loved rocks mm -hmm. um, ever since I was a kid. I just collected them. They were in my pockets and around my house and, you know, just everywhere. Um, and but it didn't it didn't dawn on me until um, uh, several years ago that uh, I could do something you with those rocks with and that they could be, mean something to other people, too. Not just, you know, not just as something that sits there, but something that um, you can have on your person that yeah. maybe empowers you or reminds you of uh how old the earth is yeah, yeah. um the timelessness of it or the wonders of nature it can mean a lot of different things but so when my father and i would travel and, and do the mountain hikings and actually anywhere we'd go the one thing i would always bring home would be a rock yeah from wherever it was yeah. so my dining room table i mean living room table has this just huge pile of really cool. I've got obsidian. I've got all these other stuff from the Rockies and things from hotels that probably shouldn't have been lifted and national parks <laughs> that I can't comment on. But, sure, but sure. that was always like one of the things I grabbed was a rock. And, and yeah. so before long, I realized I had this huge collection. So, I mean, I get it. Yeah. They remind it. you of uh, an experience yeah. and, they, and they make you feel good. They really do. They're also fun to throw. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, what are you working on now? And then you do things in like series, don't you? So Yeah. So um, I have my ongoing series, my hammered metal pieces, my trees that I do. Um, and I'm putting together a Christmas collection yeah. All of right. um, wonderful uh, sparkly pieces for the holidays. I'm going to be releasing a men's collection All right. um, in the upcoming months. Rafi really can excited. wear them on next year's calendar. Yes, he can. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably with. I'll help you, dude. I'll help you. I think, yeah, I think, I think it should be a two part series. Yeah, is that it? <laughs> you get the first six months. <laughs> um, what's your favorite one to, what's your favorite rock to work with and what's your favorite metal to work with? Do you think? Um, sterling silver is mostly what I work in, although I have started working with gold and, um, an artist once said, uh, once you work with gold, you're ruined for other metals, right. which is kind of true because it's wonderful and cooperative. But um, still, I think sterling is my my heart and soul that I go back to. Yeah. Um, and I really love most stones. I find interesting things about all of them. But I'd say I'm kind of obsessed with tourmaline uh, because of the colors that you see, the array of colors in tourmaline. Which is what, because I don't know, what is, what is tourmaline? Um, well, to like? describe it in terms that I guess makes sense over the radio, um, it's, a, it's a translucent stone. It's on the harder side of the scale. It comes in an array of colors from watermelon, these beautiful vibrant reds, all the way to the green cooler end. And it can be two, three colors that you see Very in this cool. gradient. Um, so it's just beautiful stuff. Um, but I also love quartz crystal and your your more common stones that just have interesting inclusions in them and whatnot. Um, so. What about like geodes and stuff like that? Do you, can you do stuff with those? Like if I brought you one that was... Yeah, actually I do a lot of people bring me a lot of stuff that's personal to them and yeah. I can turn it into a piece that, that has... Make this magnificent. Meaning, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but my, my a guy just brought me a sapphire. Um, it's a twin sapphire crystal in uh -huh. the shape of a heart. Oh, cool. And um, so I'm creating a piece for him to give to a special lady. Very cool. Yeah. Clee, Clee also works with a lapidary artist here in town. Yeah, really talented guy. Uh, his name is David. And so he he does excellent stone cutting. So I can take rough stones and bring them to him. And, and he, he can shape them and stuff? Yeah. And then hmm. I do the bezeling and setting. Um, wow. So how do you do that? How do you cut? I mean, is it like water and saw and 
filing down or different grits of yeah, I don't dynamite. know dynamite. <laughs> yeah, you both. <laughs> one part dynamite, one part wizardry. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. So, um, I always wonder: Do your neighbors do they do they like just knock on the door sometimes? I'm like, what the hell are y'all doing? Oh, they hear us. Actually, our one neighbor for the longest time would hear my polishing machine and she didn't know what it was and thought, boy, they sure do leaf blow their yard like, <laughs> a lot. Like, they're... But yet there's still leaves all over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. I say uh, it sounds a little like an alien invasion, certain tools I have in the studio or what I imagine an alien invasion. It is, it is quite interesting because the sounds are very, you know, like if I were to record, I, what I want to do for one of the videos is record the different sounds that the different equipment that's from the outside. (laughs) Yeah. And then do like a music montage Mm -hmm. with it, you know, because you'd have like, you know, it'd be like, and they were standing there scratching their heads. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So the last thing I want to know about is you guys went on, um, sort of a, a, I know the whole, story from the beginning was the traveling piece that happened for you guys, which really found you to be able to sell your art, right? Yeah. Once you know it's possible, then all of a sudden the whole new world opens up. But you guys just recently went on a small journey, didn't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so that's the last thing. I want to hear about it. And then and then we're going to slide on over. Okay. But go ahead. Um, so uh, I have kids, obviously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a bunch of them. They're, <laughs> They're running around everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I hadn't heard from my son in several, a couple of years. Yeah. And uh, he called me out of the blue and he said, Dad, come pick me up. You know, I want to spend the summer with you. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Cool. And uh, that then made me realize that I did not have a vehicle that would make it to the <laughs> tip of Arkansas. So panicked, I went and spoke to Clee and we bought a Jeep. Yeah. And we have put... And you haven't painted it yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But I do have the cargo carriers up yeah. on top. We have uh, plans for it. We I've do have... seen you guys around town. Uh-huh. Yeah, you've seen the painted vehicle? Yeah, it's pretty cool. So we put 7,000 miles on it. We did. Nice. Uh, it Relatively right That's... away. Where did you go? We went to Siloam Springs, Arkansas, which was a, an amazing trip. It's beautiful up there. And just so happened to meet a bunch of artists while we were out there. Cool. We doing a thing in the park mm-hmm. and, um, went there twice and stopped at different places like in Vicksburg and just areas that we haven't yeah. seen. There's a lot of America out there. Isn't yeah, there yeah, is. There and is. It's, it's beautiful and it's super interesting and just all the history. Yeah. And then of course we went up to Chicago and you know, uh, it was just hung out with the peanut. Yeah. Yeah. I still I still have yet to see that thing. Yeah. Other than on TV, but you know, it's there. <laughs> it's uh it's you know the the thing was that we so we took our we did our travels and then came here and we've been really successful and spent a lot of time in our studio. And as an artist, it's very easy to lose track of the outside world. Yeah, sure. You know, because we spend a lot of time in our studio. And when you're in there for that long, it becomes very easy to not want to go to anything. Right. Yeah, yeah, it just becomes the norm. So yeah. You yeah. just hadn't traveled for a long Start time. Start ordering in a lot more. You yeah. delivery a lot. Yeah. Domino's is your new best friend. Yeah, I get it. Exactly. So the idea of re-jumping, it's funny, it's a different comfort zone. It wasn't like back in the day when I was like, I'm corporate and now I'm going to separate myself right. from it. Now I'm an artist who is also a hermit. <laughs> <laughs> And, and it's not, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to go and travel and have no idea 
where we're going yeah. and how we're going to do this. We just know that we have a plan. This is point B. We went and saw the solar eclipse. Yeah, that's cool. Goodness. In the longest, Did you see the whole, like the, the, the full the one. Yeah, we were in. It's totality. amazing, isn't it? We stood open mouthed, just looking at this totality. I can't even explain how what dark I, it gets, isn't it? How dark, what it looks like. I mean, to see pictures of it, it doesn't really do it justice. No. It's like this phenomenal celestial event. I want to make kind of scary too. It's sort of War of the Worlds, like it the is, whole thing is. gets all shadowy it is because and... you you see, you know, usually in the pictures you just see this dark mass in front of the sun, right. but in actuality when you're looking at it, you can see the sphere, the the roundness yeah. of the moon. So it just it you have these celestial bodies that are like yeah. not supposed to interact with one another. <laughs> yeah, and here they are hanging out for the yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 an amazing experience. And I mean, and that's if if I could take our trip in a nutshell, it was just it was an amazing experience because we were throwing caution to the wind. Yeah. You know, it it's uh it wasn't about like, oh, I gotta make sure that I get this money because I gotta pay these bills and I gotta do that. Right. And the more time I spend in the studio, the more responsible mm-hmm. of an artist I am. And it and like taking this trip, like you always need that to reset yourself. Yeah. Because you can easily fall into this world of like, these are the tasks that I got to do. And this is my schedule every day. And this is what I need to do. And this is what it means to be successful. Yep. And and to just separate yourself from that so you could take a breather and say, wait a second, life isn't about all the things that I'm doing and, and how many accolades I have. Life is about living it. Yeah. This moment right now. I saw a quote the other day and I think I shared it on um, social stuff, but it was like, uh, Everybody needs a little careless adventure to get the bitter taste of life out of your mouth. Yeah. Oh, that's I was like, good. Yes, I like that's it. Yeah, it was that like was perfect. Really I was like, yeah. yes, you do. Just yeah. get, like you said, throw caution in the wind. So you really do come back from that in, inspired and, yeah. and rejuvenated. I was like ready to sit up. As an artist, that's exactly yeah. what you're looking for, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's go. All right. <laughs> I'm there. You ready? <laughs> well, cool. Well, uh, thank you guys for coming in. Oh, give the websites. Uh, you do it because you're. It's Rafi, <laughs> RafiAndKlee.com, R-A-F-I-A-N-D-K-L-E-E.com. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You yeah, can find all your videos there. You can find yeah, all, both of your artworks. It to everything. Yeah, the, it's got the, your shop on it. The website is jam-packed with fun stuff. I Lots of WWs? Yeah I, can't, <laughs> yeah, I can't seem to like not put things on there. So there's videos, blogs, uh, our stores, just pictures, everything. Yeah. everything's on there. Very cool. So go check it out. Okay, so now we get to hear about. I want to hear about the rest of philanthropy. So, which is always a hard word to pronounce for me. It's a fun word. It is a fun word. It is a fun word. So, tell us about uh, all of it. Well, Philanthropy Day is this is coming up November sixteenth, and uh, I'd love to be able to talk about art, but it doesn't fit in with what we're doing. Um, Oh, there's an art to philanthropy. Absolutely, there There definitely is an art to philanthropy. (laughs) It starts off um, at 8.30 on Thursday morning, which is the 16th of November, and we have what's called a Philanthropy Day workshop um, designed to educate uh, the community. It's yeah. not just restricted to people who fundraise. Sure. It's, uh, it's done brilliantly by a gentleman named Aaron Ball from Ballpoint Communications mm-hmm. Group, and he will be speaking on behalf of AFP. Um, and he's got two great sessions coming up uh, for that day. It begins at 8.30 in the morning, and, and it goes till 11 uh, in the morning. Uh, Aaron will speak on um, five pro- proven ways to inspire your donors and volunteers. 
And the second one, which is my favorite, is boot camp. Trim your communication habits and lose 25 pounds of stress in the process. Yeah. We're all looking to lose a little stress in in our daily lives. Or, and get your message across, too. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, okay, so something like this is, is designed to teach the community what's, like where people are, are putting their money and what the projects and stuff they're trying to build as well? Um, and no, like Shelly said, it's to elevate okay. philanthropy in this community and recognize people. Megan's going to talk a little bit about recognizing people. Yeah, um, who, are, who are putting are their money where their mouth is, right? You bet. Yeah, yeah. This is a wonderful community for it to yeah. happen in. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Oh, we're, I, we're about to explode. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. It's it's the best kept secret so far. Absolutely. So, but, but, so um, okay, so how do you get involved? How do you get to it and tickets or whatnot? And, yes, the tickets are free. Uh, you yeah. can go to our website, uh, afpwest.org, and register right there for the workshop that starts at 8.30 in the morning. And from there, we go on to National Philanthropy Day Luncheon, which I'll let Megan talk about a little bit yeah. more. But that's what we're doing. And uh, Aaron Ball will be just brilliant. Yeah. And I know the community will benefit from so I've, And I've heard him speak before. He does a very, have. very good job. Yes. So, yeah. okay, so what do I learn in a boot camp and a workshop? You're going to lose 25 pounds of stress in the process of learning how to Trim, trim your communication habits. Yeah. Um, make it a little bit more easy for people to communicate through this community, throughout this community. You know, I think it's such a huge thing because I think that is still the biggest barrier between people these days is communication. It really it is. is. Which is weird because we all speak the same language. And yet when we were all playing <laughs> with our phones, there's so many ways to communicate. <laughs> I, know. I, know. I always tell everybody that's the funniest thing. I get everybody in here and, you know, introduce everybody. And then the next 15 minutes, we all got our heads in our phones <laughs> trying to, you know, build audiences and do what Business Radio X does, but which works. But it's always funny because it's, you can hear crickets in, in the room because everybody's got their head down. So absolutely. Um, if anybody needs any more information on this prior to, where can we send them to? AFPWest.org. Okay. O-R-G. All right. So we're going to let Megan come and, and jump in here. Thanks, Keith. You're yeah, welcome. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah cool. So um, while Megan's getting over here and, and bringing all her stuff, um, we've got, let's talk about the umbrellas for a second because I'm going to go see them today. So I'm gonna, cool. I'm going to take the drone down there and see if I can get a, an overhead. Dude, that would be awesome. Have you, have you been down there yet? Not yet, but I'm looking at all the uh, Facebook yeah, photos. Yeah, I know. Beautiful. I'm like, I'm feeling like happy. two days late. <laughs> So, uh, is it just the one street? It's, yeah. Yeah. In it's Dentia, just, I think. And yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, part of the street. Like it starts right where Taco Agave yeah. is and then goes right towards the end. Yeah. Where, Very cool. Uh, just makes Jordan you happy Valley. looking it, at it. Oh, and I watched them going and pulling, like actually putting it up, you know, they, they strung the whole thing up and they were going by and uh, opening all the umbrellas. I thought it's, that's monotonous. <laughs> yeah. It, you know what? It, it's beautiful though. I have, uh, one of my, one of my followers that's in Texas. Um, saw the picture that I posted and said that that just makes my heart feel so good. You know, it'd be great if you could remove yourself from the picture and Photoshop <laughs> ourselves into it. I was like, thanks. Well, it was a good great. picture though. You had yeah. the, the bright blue sky, all the colorful umbrellas. Yeah. You know, they, they had a kind of, well, I don't know what you call that, but when the back's sort of out of blur and you're yeah. in focus. So yeah, good job. You do good work. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's part of Foo Foo Fest, right? That's the, all the Foo Foo Fest yes. goings on. So we got all this cool stuff, and then it's like, hey, it's Foo Foo Fest. Like, I have no idea like how that name even came up, but there it is. So. I, I like to say it. <clears throat> it makes you feel fun, warm and fuzzy inside. It does. And what's up, Megan? 
Hey, how are y'all? I'm good. How are you? Good. You sound really good in that microphone. Oh, thank you. All right. So tell us about the, uh, the philanthropy. See, I'm getting good at saying the word. Now. <laughs> um, well, I am co-chair with Sally for National Philanthropy Day. And um, immediately following the session that she was talking about earlier was um, is our luncheon, our awards luncheon. So every year um, we open it up for nominations. People can nominate individuals or businesses in the community that um, they feel should be recognized yeah. for their charitable giving, for their volunteering um, for their efforts in making this a better community. So this year we had 20 uh, nominees. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's big, big. And so we will award all the winners that day at the luncheon. Um, it's at 1130 at Pensacola Grand Hotel. So are you allowed to share some of the nominees with yeah, us? Yeah, absolutely. So, I would love to hear, and I want people to hear all of the cool work that's going on in this town. Yeah, we announced them. Um, we sent the press release out about a month ago, and then there's going to be an ad in the P&J on Sunday that has all the names. But Yes, so Ambersley Foundation, Audi Pensacola, Baptist Healthcare, Terry Burling, Randy Bricker, Carol Carlin, Madrina Ciano, Cross Faith Church, Escambia County Council of PTA, Junior League of Pensacola, Levin Rinky Realty, David Lorenzo, Harold Marcus, David Peden, Penair Federal Credit Union, Michelle Salzman, Sunday's Child and Todd Dorgerson. Yeah. So there's 20 people that have been openly recognized. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's probably 30 or 40 that maybe just didn't get right. But I mean, there's so many good things going on in this city right now. Yeah. And we're working um, to grow this event and more and more people are learning about what we do and what we, what we, um, yeah. I don't think you didn't have 20 last year, did you? You We did. We did did? have 20 last year. Mm -hmm. So what's some of the work that they've done that they're being nominated for? Well, some of the award categories, um, Philanthropist of the Year, um, Volunteer of the Year, Foundation of the Year, Faith-Based Organization of the Year, uh, Business of the Year. So there's several different categories that people fill in um, off the top of my head. We didn't announce who was in each category, but um, yeah. Lots of work, huh? Mm -hmm. So where is this going to be held? Pensacola Grand Hotel. Okay. Uh, Is it still the Grand? It is the Grand. I think so. <laughs> Until they get the new sign. That's what we've been saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. And so if I want to go. Okay. Tickets for non-AFP members is 45. You can register online um, at the website that Sally said, AFP West Florida. Um, and then that deadline is November 14th. So anytime after that, it'll be $50. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you still have spots left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So if I want to be part of the organization, the AFP, what do, what do I do? How much is that? It is about two fifty a year um, to be a part of the organization. Mm-hmm. That also includes local Jews um, as well. But that's it's a national organization. AFP is. Um, we are the West Florida chapter, so we're all volunteers that meet monthly. All of us here in the room, we each have. I, mean, I work at Baptist Healthcare Foundation, so we all have our regular jobs, and uh, we we put a lot Your of. Your job is not a regular job. <laughs> Don't even try that. You guys do a lot of work too. So thank you. Um, like what's next? What what, what comes after this? Other than Christmas, which for you guys, I know is huge. Well, for us, we start back again. This is a year long project. Yeah. This, so uh, national- to the day it's over, the next day you're, you're back at it for next year. <laughs> well, I'd like to take Christmas off, but uh, yeah, yeah so it's much. been really busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, that's a good thing. It keeps you out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Right. I try. Um, is there anything else that we need to know that we've missed? Uh, join us. Please join us. And if, if you do know of someone or an organization who's deserving, um, please, please follow up with us next year because we're going to continue to grow this event. Okay. So I, how does the nomination process work? 
So we, we open it up. There's about six weeks. Um, we have an online application that people can fill out. Um, and then once we close that, we have a, a confidential committee that meets, and they're all previous winners from the year before. And then they're the ones that pick the winners. Yeah. So there you know who the judges are, ladies and gentlemen. They are the winners from this year. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. That's probably it's a good it's probably a good mix. Mm. Um I was gonna ask you something. What the heck was it? I totally forgot. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um oh with the criteria. So what is is it just I I'm feeling good, I'm doing good, or do you is there some strict criteria as far as what qualifies as philanthropy and, and to be nominated? Um, it depends on the award. So each award has different criteria. Um, are they all on the website when you go to, yes, to nominate? Yes. Um, and, and when you're filling out the application, it has a description of each award just so they're uh, aware. Yeah. But, Which, I mean, that's me. Cause right when I, when I hear philanthropy, I think of Batman. I think of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like that's, that's what I think of. Right. So that's not what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not, not in the least, not in the least. Um, so to know a little bit more def- that that's this guy right here. I'm, I'm looking for that. <laughs> so, um, I want to thank all of you for coming in today. Thank yeah. you. Thank for you for having, having us. Thank, thank you. you. So, um, I'm going to get us out of here. You guys can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook, or you can find us on our webpage at Pensacola.businessradiox.com. This has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters.